It, it's I, totally fine. Lawn, lawn, lawn care background noises are an integral part of the Retro Breakdown podcast. Indeed, indeed. Are we starting? Yeah, welcome to the Retro Breakdown podcast. I'm... <laughs> I'm Dean, this is my co-host Tom, and in the background you will hear dogs and lawn equipment. <laughs> it's going to be, so when they roll by the window, it's going to be exceptionally loud. I will do my best to try and mute it. If that happens, you'll know why. Okay. Okay, I understand. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Do you like deck building games? I'm playing Marvel Snap still. Nice, nice. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I So I just started playing... Um, one called Across the Obelisk. Oh, you and sent that to me in Discord the other day, and I didn't know what it was. It is it is super cool. Um, and hold on, I'm actually going to close this a little bit. There we go. Maybe that will help in the future. We'll find out soon enough. Anyways, so Across the Obelisk is like a um, deck-building RPG roguelite adventure, right? Okay. And yeah. what I, what's cool about it, for me, is that it's co-op. And you have four party okay. members, and you could have four friends each controlling a different party member. Uh, I don't have four friends that want to play this, but I have one friend who wants to play it, so we each control two. And it's been so cool to just, like, experience the game, try things out, get to a boss, and we're like, huh, this thing just just completely stomped on our heads. And then just redo it again with, you know, some new perks and try out some new builds and all that stuff. It's, yeah. it's I, I don't really like deck-building games all that much, but this one kind of captured my heart. I don't know why. I think, I think it's the co-op aspect of it, because... The stuff that you do in single player, like if I were if I play on my own, if I unlock characters or perks, that stuff carries over to multiplayer. But it makes it so they're even. So like, you and the game host have the same perk level. So like yeah, for the yeah. for the yeah, but you only you get your characters. So it's cool because last night we played and I had unlocked two characters and he had unlocked two different characters and we're like, oh cool, what do those do? <laughs> and but neither one of us knew what they did because we hadn't played with them yet. So it was one of those, like, uh, just like re- getting to start the game over again. Yeah. What is the uh, what is the general like game? I, obviously, it's deck building, but is it more action based? Is it sort of like tactical grid RPG? What what is what is the like minute to minute gameplay like? So it feels like it's almost a turn based RPG in a lot of ways, okay. where you get you know you have your four party members who have very distinct roles that you decide for them. So like you know you tank DPS, some kind of support, or like damage over time that kind of stuff and you do your turn like you do your turn you play your mana then it goes to the next person's turn based on speed so it's very much like um an atb kind of battle system where yeah your speed determines who goes next and mm-hmm. then you have healing you have armor you have damage that you can do or debuffs or buffs right yeah yeah okay uh so it's pretty st- I, I think that's fairly standard for deck building stuff yeah, I, I don't really that, know yeah it, it, there's only so many like there are deck building games where everything happens in like in like you know open action. Like Phantom Dust was like that, right? Ah, uh, okay. Um, Phantom Dust was like this is sort of an an open arena style fighter where you're you're moving around, but all of your attacks are based on your uh, are based on your deck, and they're all sort of draws on what you can use every so often. I don't know. Okay, it's been yeah. like five years since I played that game. You know, I just I just realized we actually have talked about a deck builder that we both enjoyed somehow as children, even though we didn't know each other, was the Dragon Ball Z Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. That's where, true. Where, 
I didn't realize it was a deck building game at the time. I probably could have removed cards in that game even. Yep. <laughs> I just used whatever they gave me to play through it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you're getting all these cards and it's like, cool, that one's got Dragon Balls on it. That one looks like a beam. <laughs> this symbol means healing. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> But the but the mult I love I you know I love multiplayer stuff and I love co-op multiplayer the most. I I actually am not a fan of competitive stuff very much. I I like working together to co- complete a goal and this kind of game is so fantastic for that because well and and then his um so my friend's girlfriend wants to play it and Leticia wants to play it so the next time it goes on sale because you know I'm not buying a game at full price here. Um <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> let's, let's be real um <laughs> the next time it goes on sale we're gonna do like i don't know we, we were talking about doing a tuesday night every week where we'd we'd play our our like character file or whatever together like the four of us like a game night kind of a thing or whatever i don't know um yeah. so i'm looking forward to if that comes to fruition or not because many many a good idea have been left in the dust just because you know that's how ideas work i feel like sometimes <laughs> yeah it's it's and speaking of you know multiplayer uh, RPGs, I I do know Dokopan Kingdom is. I it sure say it's, is. I think it's is it out now or is it out like in two days or something? It's it's sooner than anyone thought it would be. I think it's out now. Oh no, pre order. It's I you can it's on sale fifteen percent off. When does it release? It says it ends five twenty two. So it must does it release on five twenty two? Oh, no, uh, May 9th. It comes out May 9th. Okay. So that's... Well, you know what? As of this episode's release... Oh, right. It's way out. It is, is way out. Yeah. We're recording some of these in advance, just to peer behind the curtain for reasons. Yeah, that, We're going to be traveling was, and stuff. That wasn't obvious now. <laughs> it's going to be obvious, because something inevitably is going to come up in the next couple of weeks before this episode comes out, and there's going to be like a like a distinct silence on why we're not talking about it like okay between between now and the time that this episode releases yeah tears of the kingdom is coming out and it's gonna be like three weeks before it before we talk about it on the podcast literally at all and if we end up recording one more before it comes out it's going to be like they didn't even play the video game yeah (laughs) So just to put it out there, um, it is as of the time of recording, it is currently May 4th. Yes. But we had to record today because I played Largo Winch yesterday and, you know, we couldn't couldn't wait. Talk about that. That was a high priority. It's we will get to that. We will we will get to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There there is there is a very real chance that we end up playing Dokopan Kingdom online together because I, I know you would like nothing more than to uh play someone in a 20-hour rpg that you've already played a couple times just to feel really great when you step on them and make them feel terrible and send them back to the first world for like the 10th time yeah if there's anything that you know about me and my gaming uh <laughs> and my general gaming feelings you love making people feel bad I really love competitive games competitive that games. specifically have people that 
are specifically designed to make people feel as bad as possible while they're playing. I, I, that's my shit. I want to play this video game and I want to be friendly. Is, I don't think it's possible. (laughs) It's really hard. (laughs) Because, okay, so I played Dokoban. Ooh, it's coming around. Yeah, there it is. Well, anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to cover while the, uh, while the, while the, lawn equipment is going yeah it's really hard to be nice in dokapon because like you can't land on the same space as someone and like you know give them something you land on the same space as someone and it's like fight to the death you have no choice you want you casually walk by someone and you steal shit from them like the whole game is about screwing each other over back and forth nonstop. And half of it is done like without your actual, without your say so. Like you're not doing it actively. You're just, you're like the game is just so pre-built towards like being antagonistic to each other that you have to just walking by someone is enough to do something mean to them. Like, you'd have to avoid contact with them altogether to not, like, specifically beat the hell out of them or something. Or I just want to say, from them. you're doing a great job in the solo podcast. The the, the lawnmower crew has decided to stall the lawnmower outside the window. Okay, they're leaving. <laughs> it was, they had just left it sitting there and they were off doing something in the truck. <laughs> they just left it outside your window and walked away. <laughs> yeah, like, it couldn't have been. I was starting to laugh so hard because I'm like, hey, Dean's doing a good job just kind of saying, uh, just doing the solo thing. <laughs> I mean, we, we've been doing this long enough. We can, we can fill some time. We can, uh, fill oh. some time. Oh, God. That was good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, so the thing is, like, okay, yes, normally, normally I am not really the type of person to be hyper competitive or want to like grind someone's face into the dirt. But to not do that in Dokapon Kingdom is to do a disservice to Dokapon Kingdom. Wow. That like the game is, you have there has to be like a pact of agreement that when it's okay you go to be into a game like that that all is essentially forgiven. You yeah, we'll you see. just you have to allow it. We'll see. <laughs> because otherwise, it will actually affect your friendship. <laughs> like, it has, it, it puts it on the back of the box. It's like, this is the friendship destroying game. And like, d- actually, though, like, in a, I- because you have to build, it's, it's different from stealing a star in Mario Party. You steal a star in Mario Party and you're like, ah, you shit. But they also give those things out randomly like candy. So yeah. it doesn't really feel that earned. Someone swooping in at the last minute to screw you over out of something you've been building for for the last five hours. Yeah, like like a like a class change or some item or whatever it is. Yeah. Liberating a town. You, like, you have this special item, and you're taking it all the way up the mountain, and you're, like, one turn away from getting there, and then someone uses the, like, distant steel skill to swipe it from you, or worse, just, like, make you throw it away. Like, right. not even <laughs> stealing it, just like, oh, yeah, just discard it. Now nobody gets it. <laughs> like, 
That stuff is completely heinous. And it's totally commonplace. Sometimes the game does it. Sometimes the game does it without your input. Sometimes you just land on a random space and it's like, hey, this kid wants to play uh, Rochambeau. Pick rock, paper or scissors and lose all of your money and see. See how it goes. Yeah. (laughs) So just like, yeah, just lose. Just lose all your money because the game said so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's. It has the same sort of features as Mario Party, where you kind of get screwed over by other players or just by the game for no reason. But with the added with the added effect of. You're playing it over the course of like 20, 30, 40 hours. Is it really 40 hours, you think? It depends. I mean, it really depends. It really, really depends because the way it is structured There are chapters of like a... So there's a big interconnected map, right? Right. And the main... The the main object of the game is like... Essentially to like take towns like Monopoly. Yeah. But what you do is you have to beat a sort of boss monster that is on that town. And you have to be strong. You have to be high high enough level or have good enough equipment to actually be able to handle those boss monsters or they'll just wipe you. They'll just kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like level grinding and equipment grinding involved. Um, And you have to be strong enough to actually beat those monsters. And then once you clear enough of those monsters in that part of the map, because the map is kind of like sectioned off in each chapter. So you start with a very small amount of the map and there's some boss monsters on the towns. And once you clear enough of those, then you get like that chapter's main quest. And once you clear that main quest, which involves, you know, going someplace and beating a boss or delivering something or being the first one to go here and do this, whatever. Uh, Once you do that, then that chapter is closed. That person gets a huge bonus. Um, They get a uh, they get a piece of property in that area that can't be stolen from them. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah, it's a it's a big benefit. It's also like the most expensive thing in that zone. And then in chapter two, it opens up a new part of the map. All of the levels of things go up. Um, You know, it's like going through an RPG where it's like, okay, now you're at the new town. There's higher level equipment, but also higher level monsters. And you go through the same thing again. You beat the you beat the uh, the towns or you beat the uh, the monsters on the towns. They become loyal to you until someone does something about it. Um and then you do enough of that, and then another quest is another like main story quest is given to you, and then you finish that, and then it opens up a new part of the map, and so on until the game is over. Okay, so, so it really does depend on a lot of RNG. So a lot. So what the point of all of that is? You can spend as much time as you want, literally grinding and side questing, and not doing the main story. Uh, but that kind of is also depend upon how the people you're playing with play. Correct. Because you can be off doing your own thing because like maybe you're going to go try to unlock some kind of like secret class that will help you later on. Yeah. While someone else is going through doing the, the story bits and you're just like, are you going to try to interfere with them or try to get to them? You know, try to like stop them from doing it or get there first 
Or are you just going to let them do their thing because you're kind of doing this side quest that's going to help you later on? Mm -hmm. So if everyone decides to go off and do side stuff and nobody is advancing the story or freeing towns or doing any of the stuff that actually moves the story along, it can take infinity hours. Sure, of course, of course. Um, The chance of that happening seem rather low. Yeah, yeah. Because especially with multiple players, like with me playing by myself, right, I can just go through and do whatever I want and take as much time as I want with it. Right. Do every do all of the side content that I can possibly find, some of which is actually really difficult to do is is. okay. so when you play by yourself, do you have to play with AI people or no? I think you have to play with at least one. Okay, it's funny. You know, so I have the game on on Wii. And I bought it because I was having a party, and the four of us were in the basement playing it. We played it for, like, two hours, uh-huh. and then one person was just, <laughs> I'm done with this, because yep. I think something awful happened to them. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, that's that's okay. We can stop. I'll play later. And then I never played it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you have to go in with a couple of things in mind. One, you absolutely have to be prepared for, like, a long haul. Sure. You have to be prepared for the fact that you are going to get screwed over and have to basically start from zero a couple of times. Yes. There is, in fact, a mechanic where you literally start from zero and but with the uh, you get to become a a darkling for a uh, for a few turns in exchange for like. All of your money, all of your town, like all of your possessions. The only thing you keep is your level. And I think maybe your equipment. Um, But you give everything up. It's only if you're in last place and you're like, if basically if everyone's bullying you and you're in last place, you can get the contract to be like, you know what? I renounce my humanity, but I'm bringing you all down with me. Oh, that's beautiful. And then you become, like, the level 999 demon darkling who can, like, land on people's towns and respawn a boss monster there so that ownership of it goes back up for grabs. What? You can, uh, you you get, like, a bunch of superpowers where you can afflict status effects and things on people. Um, if you, you're super strong, so, like, any normal character cannot even, like, withstand a hit from you. So if you actually go into combat with them, you can just, like, kick the crap out of all of them and then just make them throw things away. (laughs) You can't steal it because you have no possessions. So you literally just like, oh, you have this legendary sword that you've been beating the hell out of me with for the last 10 hours. That's in the trash now. What? And if you like you get there's like two phases of the Darkling turn. There's, like, actual movement where you get, like, five spinners because, you know, because just maximum movement. Well, yeah, you're you're there trying to make you have fun even though you're losing. Right. Um, but then there's also a spinner where you get, like, a certain number of essentially, like, effect or, like, magic spell points that you can use. Depending on how much you spend, it can be, like, you know, teleport everyone to where you are. Which can be useful because, A, that way you can fight them and, and beat them up. Sure. But also because um, if someone is, I don't know, say, really close to finishing a particular goal halfway across the map, and you're just like, whoop, 
no, you're here now. <laughs> That's really annoying. But also the maximum. And this is why the game can take as long as you want it to take the 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 maximum like you don't even always get enough points to cast this and you basically have to cast no other spells the entire time uh you there is a there is a spell where you just literally wipe the entire map and summon monsters on all of the towns oh my god so, like, literally everyone's ownership of all of their towns goes just back to neutral, and you have to go and get all of them again. What? So, depending on how spiteful someone feels, like, the the game's progress can more or less reset several times over. That's... Imagine being... Imagine being 15 hours into a game of Monopoly and someone (laughs) spends like five, someone like dumps all of their money and all of their, like all of their property and cards and everything and is like, I'm resetting the board. Just flip the whole table and start over. That's what I'm picturing is someone flipping the table. Yes, that's literally a digital version of flipping the table. Holy crap. So yeah. That game's brutal. It is completely, that's what I'm saying. You can't go into, it's not for the faint of heart. You cannot go into it thinking like, oh, we're just going to have a good time and we'll like rib each other a little bit. It's like, Nobody's no, are you prepared time. to lose 20 hours of progress because faint- someone who said, fuck you? Because that's what Dokapon Kingdom is. <laughs> oh my God. I thought, I, th- I knew it was mean. I knew it could be long. I didn't quite understand that it could be a reset on a 20 hour game it's not a complete reset because you do keep you do get to keep things like sure okay let's just say it's only a backtracking seven hours yeah it's a significant (laughs) backtrack you get you keep your level i think you keep most of your equipment unless it's specifically taken from you um and the monsters that spawn are still at the level that they were so if you're at level 50 and you go back to the first area and you're beating like the boss monsters are like level six or something like that yeah, that's you're really that's really easy to just swing back through and grab a bunch of them. But if you were way out in front and uh, and someone freaking chance times you and all of a sudden you went from like 30 towns to zero and then every and then there's a mad dash to go recollect them like, yeah, that feels bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I guess if you you'd have to recollect them, so then you would lose the progress you had so being in front would i mean aside from whatever you've collected so far you would you would be it's just like oh oh that's it's so beautiful and so evil yeah it essentially like because like ultimately the game is measured on like money everything everything is money your your cash on hand your equipment and especially your towns it's actually really funny in the early game the first person who uh like the first couple of weeks it gives you like the standings of who has how much money. And it's always like, oh yeah, like someone, this one has 500 gold and this one has 750 gold and this one got into a few more fights. So they're at like 1220 or something like that, right? <laughs> and it shows it on the graph. And then the first person picks up a town and the score becomes like, okay, 500 gold to 700 to 900 to 500,000. <laughs> it's like nothing matters but like the towns are the only things that matter like Unless that is how your, you make your money you have to make 
your own goals, okay? Yeah. This, incidentally, is why uh, clearing the, the quest lines is so important, because the Darkling cannot take those, like, your your rewards. You get, like, a, you get, like, a castle. You get, like, the castle in that area, and that actually can't be taken. So that stays on you consistently, even with the, even with the reset stuff. Even, okay, I was going to, even with, even with the resets. So there are, like I said, there are some things that cannot be reset. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it is a, some games design a catch-up mechanic where you are intended to, like, where it brings the, the bottom player up faster. And this game has a catch-up mechanic where the person in last can drag everyone down to hell with them. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way of describing it. Because <laughs> that's absolutely what it is. <laughs> You're not catching up at all. Yep. In fact, you might even damn yourself to a loss. Yes. But at, but at least you can bring everybody else to your level for a while. I have seen and played enough games of this to see, like... At a certain point, your actions are no longer your actions are no longer uh, decided out of what is objectively best for you to win the game. It does not take very long before every single decision is made out of spite. <laughs> I was just going to say, I wonder if, if I go into it thinking I'm going to be, you know, not mean, not friendly. How long will it take before Dokopan corrupts me? Uh, about five hours. Because <laughs> honestly, you can go through the first few hours and kind of play more or less in parallel and not interfere with each other. Yeah. But there will come a turning point. There, the, Like around the time that you realize that you can sort of impose your will and uh, and you, you can you can pull something that's just really rude. And or someone does it to you more likely. And then you then have like, the opportunity wanna... to like pay it back. Mm -hmm. Like once you get that, once you get that taste of blood, you'll you'll understand. <sighs> <laughs> Doke Punk Kingdom's fun. I can't wait to make everyone hate me. <laughs> now, if I'm playing with a bunch of people who haven't played before, I. Like, the one thing I will say is, like, I will offer information and advice. I'm not going to be that person who knows how to play and then doesn't tell anyone what's going on. Because there is a lot to understand. Well, and if you've played through it more than once, it sounds like you've played it for, like, you know, 200 hours. Yeah, it's, it is, there. there's a lot to, like, understand about the mechanics of the game that you don't necessarily get up front. And, and I think understanding a lot of that stuff is important to being able to actually enjoy it. So I I will try to like bring everyone along as much as possible. Yeah. But yeah, that seems fair. But at the same time, like, you know, when it comes down to it having to do doke upon things, we're going to have to do doke upon things. <laughs> Anyhow, would you like to eliminate a game from uh, existence? Potentially. <laughs> All right, cue the music. Um, Swoggles has a uh, has a clarification from the genie. Oh, um, because we talked so much last time about whether or not we could stop Yuji Naka from making knights and turning him into a, an insider trader like yes, racist for the jerk. greater good. Um, 
So the clarification is the games did exist, but no one remembers them. It's just like it's like the time that they spent playing them just vanished or they're like they're kind of like gone from everyone's memories. But they did. But they did actually exist. So they are still a thing that creates some really difficult. Never mind. OK, OK. Okay. I don't know. Well, we I'm can take, I'm taking it face value. I'm not going to dive into it. I don't I'm I, that that's that's a whole conversation about what happens in like the linearity of time, right? Yeah. Like or of well what what how does that work if things were influenced by it or whatever. So so we won't we, I won't touch it. I'm going to just let that one be. <laughs> there's a, there's a line here that says they maybe like things were inspired by something they can't remember. And then he's like, "I don't know, man. Wishes are crazy." Yep, I like it. Perfect. Anyway, okay, so we don't we don't have to look at this anymore about saving Yuji Naka from correct uh, from himself and right. us from him. Okay, great. Right. Okay. So cue the music, which which, which makes Yuji Naka even better then because he's like at this company. They're like, why the hell did we hire this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <He's just> been- <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. I like that. Okay. Good. Cue, cueing the music. Cue the music. Uh, Bubsy versus Superman. <laughs> They both okay. I think we have to. I would have to. I would have to reread them, but I'd have to go back and read <clears throat> Sean Baby's EGM article from the worst games of all time uh-huh. and decide which one was funnier. Is how I would have to uh, eliminate these two because I, I vividly remember that special. I'm sure the jokes are not as funny as they were to me in you know ninth or tenth grade, but I, I remember getting that episode or that uh, that monthly one where it was like the 100 worst games of all time read yeah. by Sean Baby and I was reading it in English class with a friend and we were laughing so hard like yeah. tears in our eyes kind of stuff and I both of those games were in there I'm I'm gonna alright that's one that's one criteria yes what's yours um I've played a couple of Bubsy games and had an okay time with them I've never really played a Superman game that I've liked I will. Uh, this is okay. The truth. I've never played any Bubsy game, and I've I, I I have not played. Okay, I played a little Superman sixty four because everyone pretty much has. That's. Uh, I think that's I I bit. think I did the ring thing for like five seconds. I don't I don't know which. Well, it, I think I would just get rid of Superman sixty four. Like, who cares? Yeah, but then, like, within that, like, what are what are the other Superman games that you're missing, right? You lose all Superman? Just the Superman games. Okay, I don't know. Because we're looking, I, at, we're looking at franchises here. Have there, what Superman video games even are there? I mean, I, I think I'm, most of Google them are, like, movie tie-in games. I've never played a single... I don't single... think I've ever played a single Superman 64... Uh, uh, <laughs> Superman... <laughs> any Superman 64 game. I haven't even. I never even. I've not even played uh, M- MK vs. DC. Oh I yeah, I guess think... he is technically an injustice, but I would assume that like injustice and all of those games where Superman is a character would still exist. He just wouldn't be a character. Oh, so he could still be in Lego Batman? Maybe I don't know. I gotta say, I really enjoy DC Comics a lot. I think they're fun, and I think it's. There, I, there's something about I just love Batman. So then I think I I grew to like DC, and there's something silly about a lot of the archetypes of the characters and stuff. But anyways, um, the but but removing Superman from video games, I don't think I care. Yeah, it, like I I think we miss nothing, especially if it's just Superman sixty four. 
<laughs> and like, I mean, if- that's the only one anyone thinks of. Like, I know they made a couple of licensed movie tie-in games for, like, Superman Returns, but who gives a single shit? <laughs> yeah. Wow, there's been one, two, three, four, five canceled Superman video games. That sounds right. I like it. They, they just stopped at some point. They're like, no, Superman just doesn't make for good video gaming because you're a god. <laughs> you're you're just you're just invincible. Yeah, and- like it's it doesn't make any sense because the whole concept of Superman is that he's this like unbeatable super god who has w- whatever power he needs. Yeah, the, the, the best Superman comics do one of two things. One makes Superman into the super awesome savior person where he's, you know, infinite like lifting a book of infinite pages with his infinite strength and it's a struggle and it's funny and it's goofy or it's some morality issue that he's got to deal with right or the right. world has to deal with him in existence and those are those are what make good superman comics those dude that does not translate well into a video game i don't feel like unless it's there's, supposed to be like you feel bad for killing people or something i don't know he doesn't kill anyone i mean there no. is there is one there is one um version of a superman game this game doesn't exist but if it did i would think otherwise if there was an open world sandbox like hulk ultimate destruction style game yeah where you could just superman around and do whatever you want and basically just like like sandbox that here let's pick up this skyscraper and throw it at something i was about to say especially if it had like, I, I know I keep talking about this whenever we talk about open world games these days, but if it had, the like, some sweet physics in it, and you're yeah, just, like, flying yeah. through the middle of a building, and then yeah. you get to turn around and look at that destruction, that would be cool. Yes, that's that's the kind of thing. If that game existed, I'd be like, cool, let's keep that. It doesn't, yes. so who cares? And he's, and he's perfect. I, I imagine he's fine in a fighting game, because the logic in fighting games is out the window at the start. Right, right at the jump, it's all done, so that's cool. Injustice actually calls this out. Like, you know how, like, in in Injustice, like, a lot of the characters have, like, a, uh, a lot of the characters have a sort of, like, unique, um, like, walkout lines for whoever they're, whoever they're fighting? Yeah. Like, they directly address who they're talking to? Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a, uh, there's a line, because you can do, you can do Superman and Harley Quinn, Right. And they have to be able to fight on like the same level. Right. (laughs) Even though that's completely ridiculous because Superman is like Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, (laughs) unbeatable God with only one arbitrary weakness. And Harley Quinn is just like, I guess she's acrobatic. Yeah. Uh huh. So he addresses it in the game. He's like, do you want to hear a joke? Superman versus Harley Quinn. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Okay. Clark's got bars. Wow. Doesn't he? In I, I've not seen the plot of Injustice. I just remember hearing like Superman, doesn't he get corrupted or something? Or Oh, I don't know, probably. He like I think I think he I think he like blows up his wife or something like that. <laughs> I want to say the plot of Injustice is something about Joker getting Superman to blow up a nuclear device with his wife inside it or something weird. I don't know. But it was all all in his head. That's fine. 
<laughs> but then there's probably some time travel bullshit, I'm sure, right? Like there's no way that's going to I don't really know, but I, I should I should follow up on those stories because that sounds that sounds hilariously fun. I think that's what I like about DC is that for a long time they were, you know, in the early days, they were trying to be sort of silly. Well, not the early days, but like the um maybe the 70s to mm. the 90s-ish, they were being a little more serious with a lot of their takes, except for some people that were doing wild stuff with Batman. And But um, and then at some point, they're like, you know what? Forget it. Let's release DC Metal, where every single character is this it's some ridiculous version where everyone's like a, a metal band character. Like, like yeah. Robin's got, you know, uh, he's got like the dog collar and his face is all covered in in teeth and in barbed wire and all those insane stuff and they're evil versions of all the different universal things like yeah okay this is great i love this they've 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 taken logic and just trashed it i do appreciate it when they're just like with just eliminate continuity eliminate canon get throw all of that in the trash just have a highly stylized thing and just go with it yeah and, and just the best go is- just Pull, push all of the sliders up to maximum and just see what comes out. And I love when they try to pull it into the normal continuity of things. And you're like, listen, Batman has only been Batman for 15 years, but he's been around for hundreds of years. Right. <laughs> and then sometimes he's been Batman for like 80 years. Like, wait, what? <laughs> the man doesn't stop. But yeah, I would I would, I would, would get a kick out American of it. American comics are so like... I hate to get in, wade into the the discussion about like American comics versus Japanese comics. Okay, and like manga, but mm-hmm. like the manga industry is like absolutely dominating the comic space, oh, and yeah. it's a lot of it is because like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about where the continuity keeps resetting is because you have like five characters that DC wants to have stories <laughs> around, and they just keep giving them to different authors forever. <laughs> it's like instead of introducing like instead of having authors write their own stories and then having those stories like lifting those stories up and entering the canon it's like no we have to we have to have all of our stories center around this same cast of characters but we're just going to keep letting different people write them and do different things with them so that no one so there's 18 different origin stories and no one knows which one is the right one well, and, and starting, if you were to ask someone, where do you start with comic books? It's like, <laughs> go grab luck. something off the shelf and see if it says number one. Or or just try reading it. Literally, the first comic book that I decided to start, like that kind of got me hooked on reading comics. It was like eh, 13 years ago. I was, I had my, so I was waiting in the hospital and... I was like, man, I'm bored. What do I do? And I, they, there was a, there was a shop there, and they had Final Crisis, which is like the clearly the end of a an arc. Uh, and I was like, well, this sounds cool. It's got a picture of Superman holding a skeleton Batman in his arms. What the hell is this about? <laughs> yeah, that'll play. <laughs> and so I started there. I read it, and I was like, I don't know anything that's happening, but I'm having so much fun. So there, there's there's this feeling where you have to start at the beginning, and you really don't you'll have a better time if you do but you can't just kind of pick up one that seems fun and read it and you know with with the internet you can always google like i had to google what is a mother box i don't know and so i had to look up what a mother box was and all these different characters and stuff and and it it was it was great because it killed the time that i was hanging out waiting and it's fun but at the same time what's nice about manga is you can sort of just start a series that someone recommends and you're okay as long as it's not like one piece yeah or whatever yeah 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 you've got a hundred, you know, 
volumes. Right. So exactly. there's something nice about that. Like, oh, you can you can read and it's even cool because stuff like Chainsaw Man, if you know that's your if that's your vibe, you can read the first eleven books and never read another one. Like you don't have to continue it. It sort of mm-hmm. ends. You can you can stop at that arc and you'll be fine. Right. And then you can read other stuff that's different or not. So there's something you're, it's it's easier to just start reading manga, I think, than it is to yeah. It's comic so books. much easier to be like, "Have you read Chainsaw Man? Have you read Demon Slayer? Have you read My Hero Academia?" Yeah. Rather than like, "Have you read? Hey, Batman? have you read this author's run of this story of this interpretation of Wolverine?" <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but not, but not, but not the beginning part. Like, forget that. Just write this one, this one segment that he did. <laughs> I like. I know, like. I know we're going to like annoy American comic fans talking about this, but it's just it's so hard to keep up with. And it's like some of the like I got really into the MCU around the time that they were doing the Infinity War stuff and really had a good time with those and briefly thought, hey, maybe comic books, maybe I'll maybe I'll dip a toe into this and then started looking into like what like how to approach that and it was like okay so which infinity war story am i supposed to read actually (laughs) yeah and 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 so with that bubsy gets to survive that's right probably to be so i probably shouldn't do this but i just want to point out that where this leads us for round two is home alone versus joe and mac and Fortnite versus bubsy i i it tells you something about how much I care about Fortnite, where I had to pause for a moment mm-hmm. <laughs> and think, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the bracket of apathy continues. You know, you know what? In which okay. in which we essentially advance the things that we care less about because we don't hate them as much. OK, so so Largo Winch is Fortnite. And with that, we'll take a word from our sponsors. <laughs> okay, what? What do you what? mean Largo winches Fortnite? Well, it's it's money. Fortnite uh, prints money. Largo winch is money. Is money. Yeah. This action hero is money. I Man, never... okay. So speaking of him being money, I just want to point out, before we even get into the gameplay, if you can call it that, um... This so if I'm understanding this correctly, this guy is a billionaire who owns yes. an oil company, yes. an airline, mm-hmm. a news network. I'm going to say he is, owns and is seems to be dating the lead anchor of that news network. I think he owns the whole airport. I am I am a hundred percent positive that your take on this is accurate, and that this is just a very very rich man who wanted to go on an adventure, and he paid all of these people to do this stuff. Every, yeah, everyone is a paid actor. It makes perfect – it actually makes so much sense. It's unbelievable because, you know, you, you get kidnapped in the very – like, you're on the news and you're like, oh, I wonder if he's going to get kidnapped. Oh, oh he, he was kidnapped. Get kidnapped. Okay. And then you get cut to the scene where it's like, oh, are we going to have to, like, you know, do some weird button presses to get out of the chair? Nope. You're just out of the chair. They didn't bother to tie you up. They tied up your girlfriend, though. Yep. And then you just kind of aimlessly walk around doing some stuff. And, and I guess prior to that, you're in – the tutorial stage where, you know, your friend, you're supposed to be a super secret, ultimate super spy, yeah. cool super dude. Yep. And your your guy's like, hey, you can sneak past these guys by crouching. And and, and Largo Winch is like, oh, so I won't be seen? Yeah, yeah. It's like he doesn't understand basic things. <laughs> like, he, Wait, so if he doesn't look at me, then he won't see me? 
oh, okay, that's great. That, oh, cool. I'm glad we wrote okay. that down. Thanks, thanks, you know, Dungeon Master. And the, <laughs> like, the, like, the, the one that gets me is like, this guard has been instructed to look left and then right at regular <laughs> intervals. Yeah, like they say. <laughs> so, so be sure to walk past him while he is looking the other way, and that way he won't see you. Well, and and it it helps explain why in the beginning you're sneaking into this random warehouse that just has some people in it, and then your buddy's like, "All right, you you're done. Training's over." Yeah, like what? What, what was that? Oh, that whole segment made no sense. And then even better is when you're you're sneaking into the the uh, I think it's the second area. And what's what's the woman's name? Um, not the Tanya? one that's tied up. No, no, not Tanya. Oh, the, uh, Joy. The, Joy. Yeah, where she's like, oh, you got to. This is a sneaking mission, Snake. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like you 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 get seen, and she hops on the phone, just being like, hey, I told you, you can't make any noise. Uh, yeah, I told you, you I told you not to let anyone see you. Now you got to reset. And you're like, oh, fine. <laughs> like, and then you reset. It's, it is 100% a state. Everything's just a stage. And then you somehow, like, you're in your own ba- your own building. You're like your main office, your main winch tower. Uh-huh. And you're, all of a sudden, there's people in it and you're getting attacked. And then, like... Everything is getting shut off and, it, and you, you have to like, oh, God, how do I turn the power back on? And you turn it back on. And then I don't know the you're 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 you randomly get a phone call from Joy and you're like, oh, why aren't you using the radio? And she's just like, oh, well, you know, the radio's not working here. Do yeah. this. Also, turn the power back on. We turned it off again for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. The worst version of that is like you go upstairs to where the safe is and you have to go through <laughs> yes, the laser maze. Yes, yeah. And then you open the safe and it turns off the laser maze. And it's like, oh, I need to photocopy these documents. So you go back downstairs to photocopy the documents. And you're like, I have to put the documents back in the safe so that no one knows they were missing. And then the, the laser maze is back on. Yeah, like someone walked back in there and turned it back on. And but, but it's wasn't subtle. Mad. It's subtle. It's subtle. But the laser maze is back on, and it is in a slightly different pattern the second time. <laughs> so it's like they redesigned it for like, okay, he made it through stage one. We have to activate state. We have to activate level two, so he doesn't get bored with the same with the same pattern. It also explains why Largo just randomly leaves his girlfriend or whatever tied up in the chair, and he just <laughs> goes the f home. <laughs> It is such it is such a bizarre switch between the two stages where the first stage ends super abruptly. Yeah, you diffuse a bomb and then the next scene you're just in your tower again. Yeah, like you and you're like work out of a chair and then you're like, don't worry, Tanya, I won't leave. I won't. I'll 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 get you out of here. Don't worry. I'll get you out of here. Don't worry. And then, he's and then it's like, later. oh, they they planted a bomb. And then you go defuse the bomb. And then the mission just ends. And he's shocked later that she was kidnapped. <laughs> you want, and then in how- the second stage. So the first stage, like they gloss over so much between like, OK, you got to the bomb. Let's just skip to the next scene. He made it out of there. It's fine. Fine. Right? Yeah, whatever. And then you, I just assume. And then in the second stage, <laughs> they... They go the complete opposite direction where they skip absolutely nothing. <laughs> you have to go through every boring granular step where it's like, OK, go up to the go to the first floor, 
Grab the key to the elevator. Okay. Go up that elevator. Now go find the key, the combination to the safe on the second floor. They go up a different elevator. Go up and grab the documents. Take the documents back down to the second floor. Make a photocopy of them. Then take them back up to the third floor again and put them back in the safe. Right? It's, it's, and it's then because go all the way back down to the beginning of the level and leave. It's because Largo in between play sessions was like, hey, Joy, I, I like that we that one was a little snappier, but I want to do some more sneaking stuff. Like, I need, yeah. to be able, I, I need some more objectives, you know? I want to go all the way into the stage and all the way out and then all the way in again and all the way out again. Yeah, and so they're like, "All right, let me let me rewrite the script." You know, yep. that's that, and that's what the because the beginning of episode two is so great because he's just on the phone with Joy after defusing a bomb, after getting kidnapped, after leaving his girlfriend there, and it's like, "I'm going on an adventure today," <laughs> and Joe's like, "Oh, where are you off to?" <laughs> and he's like, "What the what the hell is going on?" He just he's want oh no excuse me he wanted to go on what he didn't say adventure he said excursion is it an excursion yeah he wanted to go on an excursion <laughs> yeah an excursion. <laughs> I, I've never been more sure about the meta story of a video game than I am with this one. It explains everything. Absolutely <laughs> everything. And it explains, we're like, like, okay, well, we got this warehouse, Largo. We got to set off a bomb, but we don't want to, like, you know, set off a real bomb because then we got to get <laughs> regulations and stuff. So how about we just blow up the microwave? Okay, that works. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Literally, the line is like, we need a distraction. Right and Largo's like, that's fine. This is an oil rig. It should be easy enough to blow something up. And I'm like, oh, shit. There was that thing earlier where we had like there was literal fire. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, we're going to do something with that to make yeah, an explosion, you, which is you fire. Ran into it. <laughs> and no, it turns out that the answer is instead to grab a gas bottle and throw it in the microwave. <laughs> like it's, you're a 13 year old doing a prank. <laughs> it makes it so much better because he makes a comment about the oil rig and then you do nothing like that because because joy was like listen you can blow something up but we're not dealing with you know governmental agencies because you yeah. wanted to have fun for playtime largo yeah, no listen <laughs> we need we need to we need to cut costs on cleanup make it something where like it's not gonna damage the we, you can't damage the room we need that kitchen for later it also explains why the back attack never works because he hired you know they hired you know big strong real dudes yeah and he yeah, hits yeah. them in the back and they're like huh oh god and they don't they forget that they're supposed to fall to the ground but it's too late because then they saw him then they have to do the fist fighting yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, they're all just bad actors. Right. Yeah, they just, they just, yeah, of course. He's a billionaire. He's not going to hire the best. Right. No, he's then he's going to have to actually least, pay the money. Right. He's going to hire the least expensive. Because terrorism. Oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> I, like, and the bad guy is just some lady in like a bond address, but it, it, it's like uncomfortable. The whole model is like just. Oh, it's it is it is in he she it's a it's goblin like, <laughs> yeah. like the whole thing is is just and but the I whole can... like the whole story of the game is like I want to buy your factory because there's oil underneath it and I have an oil company yeah but you don't want to sell so instead of finding instead of finding oh I don't know other oil that is not under the property of a different billionaire. <laughs> I'm going to instead, um, like plant bombs in your office and kidnap your girlfriend. Also you. 
And also you. <laughs> I can't help but feel and she's like she's in like the hotel lobby making the phone calls. <laughs> like they just hired. It's like his mom is just. On the phone. <laughs> Yeah, I can't help but feel like what this game is probably doing <laughs> is covering the actual story from the TV show. Yeah, probably or the comic book or something. But there like are that. seven missions, <laughs> so they really just kind of skip from scene to scene to scene. <laughs> so it's like, did like the last mission is like, so here we are in the Netherlands, and it's like, what? Why? <laughs> well, Andy, we're in um, uh, Amsterdam. You like just flew to Amsterdam at some point. Yeah, the the, the Netherlands. Oh yeah, you did say Netherlands. Yes, but oh, yeah. also like there's one where it's like you know I I save the game and it's like you know stage three Venezuela and I was like oh was that Venezuela okay sure yeah it's it's absolutely phenomenal. So yeah the the main. <sighs> I, I've been joking that it's like we have James Bond at home, but it's really more like we have Metal Gear at home. Yeah, you know, it's the we so I play even think about it. Even the the menu screen, like your inventory, when you hit select, it's got like the items on the left that are like your passives and the items on the right that are your weapons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Metal Gear. Yeah, you're right. It's Metal Gear. Would you like to what is what is it like to play this video game? Everything happens a second after you push the button. And it's and I everything. I, I personally just appreciate how slow you turn. The the game is built on tank controls. Mm -hmm. If yep. you're not familiar with tank controls, that's the type of thing where like you only move forward in the direction that you're facing. So you have to like basically stand still and turn. Yes. To like in order to like you can't just like run up back left right you 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 operate on like a, a turning radius yes yeah um, you're, you're stuck in whatever way you're facing and the only way to turn is by like turning the the on like a pivot basically right. uh for for those who are um the the most the the version of tank controls that people are probably most familiar with is resident, resident evil 4 yeah resident evil yeah but those are fast Yes, it's much faster. You can and and the tank controls work well in Resident Evil 4 because having too much range of motion and being able to move too quickly lowers like the fear mm -hmm. of a survival horror type game. Like not being able to move quickly or get out of the way of things makes you more afraid of what's coming. So mm -hmm. it actually works for the design there. Whereas in this case, it's much slower, much clunkier. Everything is on a delay the combat is terrible. <laughs> um, He's just a rich guy. Leave him alone. I mean, to be to be a little bit fair, the combat is bad because you're not supposed to be in it. Yeah, ever. Um, much again, like Metal Gear. The problem is um, the I'm fairly convinced that the uh, the vision cones of the enemies in this game are larger than, the, than draw the draw distance of the game. Yes. Which means that enemies can see you before you can see them. Correct. I do think that's the case. Yes. Which ain't great. I mean, there's a lot of questions with with 
the structure of the game. Like even 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 just something as simple as using a button. Yeah, like, I mean, I was showing I was showing the amount of delay, mm-hmm. and it is like uh, it it's hard to really visualize with sound, obviously. But I mean, I was showing pressing the button, and like. And how long it takes for an attack to come out after that. And it is, I am fairly certain it is close to a full second. Yeah. And and then, and it's great when you're trying to do something like hit a button or hit a door or something. I'm like in the game, a button. Yeah. And then you just punch the door <laughs> instead. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no prompts in the game at all. And there's no, like a lot of the Ahead stuff of you time. have to interact with just looks like a background element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you, you just search. kind of have to look at something and be like, can I do something with that? Let's hit the button. And the interact button and the punch button are the same button. So sometimes you just go into your stance and punch something. <laughs> and go into your stance <laughs> oh is important God. here because that's the first thing that happens when you actually hit that button is your entire stance changes. And that takes a good half second. Listen, he learned how to fight from his personal trainer. And so he's got to make sure he's standing properly before he punches. He can't I'm, just punch. I'm really, I'm kind of upset in a way because the first thing that I saw about this game is I went into the, I went into the uh, options yeah. to, to see what the buttons were and if yeah. anything needed to be remapped. And the this answer is-, is it did, but I didn't actually do it. <laughs> um, the first thing that I noticed aside from triangle to jump which shouldn't end up being that big of a deal because you only jump about three times in the whole game. And when you jump, though, boy, do you jump. You clear that whole bridge in the end. <laughs> yes. I mean, like a, I like feel like the jump was I feel like the the arc of the jump was built specifically for that moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, they're like, we cool want to have a cool thing where he jumps a suspension bridge, make the jump big enough for that and then don't change it. <laughs> make it that big for everything. but yeah the other thing that i noticed is that there is a there's a run button on r2 and then a flee button (laughs) on r on l1 and they're right next to each other and i'm like what is the difference between run and flee and why are they across the controller from each other the button placement is so weird in the menu and i i was prepared for that to like the image that i had in my head right was that like run was like run. It's yeah, just like a, it down. Yeah. exactly what it was. It's just like move faster, go into a little jog animation. <laughs> and then that? like the only thing I had in mind with flea is like the same thing, but your arms are flailing in the air <laughs> yeah, as like you go. Cartoon, like a cartoon yeah. character. And then it turns out that flea is just a 180 spin. Yeah, why, why do they call it Flea? I don't know. The game is French, man. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe it's just a translation thing. It, I legitimately think it might be a translation thing. Yeah, that makes that. Okay, okay, okay. I'll let that one go. It, for, for those who, uh, it, it, it actually kind of ended up making sense. It was a weird, like, use of term for it. But no, the 180 was awesome. Without it, I don't think the game would be playable. Yeah, it was necessary because it takes about five seconds to 180 with actual camera movement. <laughs> That's um, not an exaggeration. Yeah, no, it's it's that's a that's pretty close to a real approximation. It is absolutely several seconds to turn your character yeah. like 90 degrees. Um, For those who aren't familiar with Largo Winch, which should be damn near everyone. 
Probably. So this is originally a a book series by a a couple of Belgian authors, but I only remember the one whose name is Jean Van Ham. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't sound like a real name. <laughs> it's it literally sounds like someone doing a parody version of Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> well, especially when you think it's like an action star, you know, doing secret spy stuff or whatever and. He was in those kind of movies, more action-y than spy-y, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Largo Winch is... Well, hey, I think it's important to note that the author of Largo Winch did make something that some of you have probably heard, which is 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, that's true. I forgot to I forgot to mention that. I, I have not... I own that game on GameCube, and I played it for a bit and never finished it. And by never finished, I mean I don't even know if I finished the first level. Yeah, I heard it was really, really hard and had a uh, had a bad had, had a bad habit of enemies that like hit you from across the room before you can see them, oh. which makes sense now that I played Largo Winch. <laughs> not, not the same developers, but yeah. <laughs> or is it the same? I don't even know. I have no idea. I, ha- I, I have it on the shelf behind me. I don't think it is because this was actually made by this was actually made by uh, Rebellion. Largo wow. Winch was? That name seems familiar to me, and I don't know why. Um, We talked about it the other day. They made a bunch of the Sniper Elite games. Oh, that's why. That's right. No, they made some really... Yeah, they, they've made, they made all of the Sniper Elite games. They yeah. made a whole bunch of... Or they're still very relevant today. This is just one of their early ventures. Yeah, yeah, think, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because it's the two brothers that bought the company with the money they made from their early games, and they made some stuff, and then they ended up making... That they're still making game video games today. I mean, that's pretty cool. That, yeah. that Vargo Winch is part of Sniper Elite's legacy. <laughs> um, they did. <laughs> I mean, they've made a fair share of garbage. Oh yeah, like yeah, in clearly. addition to that. But <laughs> but they also did. Uh, they did the Sniper Elite games. They did. Um, I think they did the Star Wars Battlefront game for like PS2. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh. Now I, oh my God. Okay. So I just looked up, I just brought them up on the wiki. So in the credit scene, in the credit scenes, they have people like the, the developers hanging out. Yeah. Um, and one of them, there's just a random picture of someone dressed up as Judge Dredd. And I'm like, what the hell? That makes no sense. I get it. In 2003, Judge Dredd, Dredd versus Death was a game that they made. So, And in 2011, and- Judge Dredd versus Zombies was also a game that they made. Yeah. So, so now I get it. Like a few years earlier... They had made Largo Winch, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. were just really into Judge Dredd, and they were making all kinds of money from Midnight Club because they did they did like some ports of that, you know, for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> um, apparently, Skyhammer is a game they did, the Atari Jaguar Classic. I don't. know I'm very is. interested in Mission Impossible for Game Boy Color. I'm I was so I want to go back and play the GameCube mission, or excuse me, the Nintendo 64 Mission Impossible because I have a memory of renting it. And doing this and getting to the part where there's like laser beams and you got to like mm-hmm. go down there and all that stuff. And I want to I, I want to watch you play it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> That's what you said after 10 minutes of Largo Winch. Listen, I played I play. I gave Largo Winch a bit. I played it. I did the tutorial. I got to the part where someone looked at me and I got a game on. I was like, this game is going to be for Dean and he's going to love it so much. 
And you were right. I was, I was, this is the best. I, I was so excited that I got to play it just enough to realize that I am not playing it and that you were going to love this video game. <laughs> it's exactly the right. Okay, so I, I, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. Like, I, I, I would not. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it is a, the, the fun thing about a crappy, like, movie or TV show tie-in game is you are at least getting a representation of characters that you know and care about. Right. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Going back was... to what we were saying before, this is a Belgian book series based on a hero who was apparently born in Yugoslavia that was adapted in the 90s into a Canadian and French language TV show. And somehow that was enough of a that was enough for for Ubisoft to pick it up and be like, we'll throw money at that. I, I want to make a point that Largo Winch dot slash slash Commando Sar does yep. not have a Wikipedia page. So it sure doesn't. Can you please tell me the date the game came out on the packaging? Because on, on one website, it says 2002. On the wiki for Rebellion Developments, it says it came out in 2000. That's fun because the back of the box is or the back of the case is 2001. Holy crap. Nobody knows when the game came out. <laughs> Does it really matter? No, but it just it it's I I love I love that this video game came to you because someone that you met through streaming was like, "Hey, I found this literally on the side of the road with my friends." Yep. And I want you to experience this now. Yeah. That is that is the and we were like, oh, my God, what if this was some obscure random game that was worth a bunch of money? And we looked it up. It's like, oh, no, unopened. It's, it's, it's like three bucks. Yeah, like brand new three or four dollars. Now, mind <laughs> you, we did find out that that went up like a thousand percent in the last few years because it used to be like 40 cents. Yes, correct. <laughs> but but it's it's just th this is the this was the best bad video game I've ever had the pleasure of not playing. No, it's not. I, I don't know. It's it might uh, I, I I'm not like going to go whole, through no. the episode list right now. No, 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 I don't I don't mean I'm not I'm talking about the whole experience, not just the game itself. OK, like, yeah, the no, that's story fine. behind it, how we yeah. got here, what what like rebellion is doing now. Like, I think it's fun. The 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 the, the essence, the origin of Largo Largo Winch for us is a very exciting like it's just like pulls a whole bunch of things together, and that's what I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't literally okay, yeah. mean it's the best bad game because I we I mean, and besides, we, we talk in absolutes all the time. We don't mean it. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, no, I'm completely behind you in that. Like, there's a lot of really fun stuff behind this. And honestly, like, in retrospect, the experience of playing the video game was a good one. Yeah. But not because the game was good. No. Like, I had, like, I can flip a particular switch and and go into, like, so bad it's good mode. And then I have a lot of fun hating a game. Yeah, well, and and I I'm I've I just it's the pieces have never fallen so perfectly together to feel like the game is a caricature of itself where it is there is a meta narrative here that we're not that they're not going to talk about yeah. and I think that makes the game way better than it should be like because it just makes it funny then as opposed yeah. to being a really terrible story where every nothing makes any sense it becomes oh my god this is so much better than it should be yeah it's just a but like this is. There's seven missions. It's a super short game. I finished it in one stream. There's a long play of it in like 45 minutes. Yeah. But that's, you know, for someone who knows how to not instantly game over because someone saw them from around a corner. 
Um, <laughs> to be fair, the, the long play said it was like 45, like you said, 50 minutes, and you did it in four and five hours. So it's 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 a, it's yeah, a no, reasonable... It's, I could absolutely see, like, if I could go through this probably a second time, no, because a lot of it is just like the stages are really nondescript and you don't know where things are. Yeah. And you really just kind of have to get to a particular spot to hit a checkpoint, which, considering how bad the game is, the checkpointing is very generous. It, and yeah, I really appreciated that. Yeah. It's, it's even it was really the the checkpoint part that I was most intrigued by was when there was a timer, like a countdown. If you yep. there would still be checkpoints in the middle of that. And it would give you a very reasonable amount of time, not based on what you had left, but just saying if you died here and you respawn, you have two minutes because that's fair for you to get to the next checkpoint. Yeah, the final stage to, is, has a three minute timer on it. And it's yeah. basically like the the whole like story reason of why is completely ridiculous. The The whole conceit is like, oh, it's three minutes till midnight and they're going to sign the deal at midnight. So you have to get there before midnight to stop them. Yeah, terrorism. And then and so you have three minutes to get through the final stage, but there are still two checkpoints in it at the essentially like one third and two thirds point. And if you get to those checkpoints and then you die after that, it just starts you from that checkpoint with two minutes instead of three minutes and then mm-hmm. one minute at the at the next checkpoint. And it's like this is enough time now for you to for you to get through the rest of the stage, which is really nice, because if it took you two and a half minutes to get to that first checkpoint, you essentially just can respawn there with full with full time. Yeah. Hey. I'm kind of curious about whether there is like a unique game over for running out of time in, in well, actually I didn't really run out of time in any of the stages. Like, I wonder if it just cuts you straight to like game over when you run out of time, or if you actually get like a sort of Spider-Man three style, um, like hilarious cutscene that shows like a bomb exploding or something. <laughs> I don't care enough to like go back and look, but I'm, I, you know, it would be fun to know that. I, I I like that the American cover, the box, is red. And the, the disc is incredibly orange, but it looks like... Very the, the, orange! Construction cone orange! And the PAL box art is this really nice blue. It's very calming. I sent it to you in, in Discord. Oh. It's, I would like a, to see that. Uh, the blue box art, way nicer Oh, to it's look exactly at. the same. It's just blue instead yes. of red. Identical box art, just blue. Oh, yeah, I greatly prefer that because honestly, the the uh, the North American box art looks like a it looks like um, knockoff 24. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, man, there's there's the I can't read the back of it because it's in. Yeah, it's in French. The The blue box art. I wanted to see if it said he was money, but I think. Oh, is on on, on your on the back of the, the case that you have is the uh-huh. real actor there? Yes. Ah, I missed that before. It's right, right below it. the word money. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think they say uh, money in in the PAL version. It looks like something about a an evil corporation in the top corner. They don't they don't call the the dude money. Oh yeah, that line is just gone. <laughs> yeah, but I see something about Diabloic in the in the top, and I'm guessing that's something mysterious terrorists. I can read a little bit of this. I, I'm pretty sure the last. Um... I'm pretty sure the first sentence says you are Largo Winch, a millionaire in blue jeans. I think, yes, that's what it says. Absolutely. Yes. Le million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In blue jeans. <laughs> that's even better than money. 
<laughs> You're just an everyman. You may be a billionaire. Yeah, you <laughs> know you what? Billionaires are just like you. They could be protagonists, too. And they wear Levi's. <laughs> what with their owning oil companies and airports. <laughs> and a news organization to report positively on their... Uh, on their attempts to subjugate South American freedom fighters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that moment where you're like, wait, wait a minute. Why do we have a factory in South America in the first place? Right. At no point do we actually determine what the factory makes. They don't know. I mean, Largo Winch only owns the factory. He does. Right. You know what it makes? Money. It makes money. Yeah, he's this guy's money. Other than that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what is? What well, S- I would be. I would be remiss before yes. we uh, before we go any further. I'm probably going to have a really hard time finding music for this. By the way, um, oh oh, maybe you can use the TV show. Oh God, that would be even harder. I think. Oh, maybe I'll figure something out. Um, Just play Mission Impossible. <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time that it's like, I'm just going to use some music from something unrelated. So who cares? Just, just find like bad, like, like just some really cheesy sounding mystery music. Um, I was going to say I would be remiss to not point out um, thanks to uh, T of TKM for uh, sending this game back to me. With my wife back from a uh, back from a BTS concert in New York so that I could specifically play it for this purpose. Yeah, it's it's and and best of luck in your speed running endeavors. Wait, wait, wait. But be- 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 before before we, we sign off here, I'm just sending you uh you could use this. It the original be motion picture sound. I heard there was a movie. This is from 2008. This is a newer one. That is newer. So there is, Can there I just is point out that the W on the Largo Winch logo is like the lamest thing I've ever seen? Yeah, it's like the standard W that they I've seen it in other shows, too. There is I cannot think of the the old saw, Warner Brother logos look like this. Yeah, I think a lot of them. There's a lot of W's where it's just all like a bunch of lines and then the space in between is cut out like diagonally. Yeah, it, it's. Like, what is the what <laughs> graphic design is my passion? <laughs> <laughs> that's what this that's what this makes me think of so yeah i think i think the the the, the most important thing here is to thank t and i i agree with you there that's that was that's, that's that's why i was that's why the whole story behind this is why i meant it's the best badge game i've i've yeah. ever not played the he i got like i was really stuck in stage two which is the hardest and worst stage because it's the <laughs> one where if anyone sees you you lose instantly yes yeah um and the he apologized he got to the point where he was like oh i kind of feel bad now and i'm like no don't you dare no this is this is this, this is, is what, what I we want. wanted <laughs> no i mean i am positive that's how i knew you were going to love this video game when i when i when i got to that first checkpoint I was like oh no no <laughs> the moment that everyone else says no screw this is the moment that i dial in yeah, yeah, that's when you dig your feet in. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm too stubborn to quit. Why can't I quit, you Largo Witch? <laughs>